0: Okay, Top Tribe. This week's winner of the hundred bucks is Daniel Al Sudini. He's based overseas. He's an employee at a current company and can't wait to break free. For your chance to win hundred bucks, Top Tribe, simply subscribe to the podcast now and then text the word Nathan to three three four 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 to prove that you did it. Again, text the word Nathan to three three four 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 to prove that you did it. I give away a hundred bucks every Monday. So many people tell me they love my email marketing and I use a tool to do this email marketing in a way that is so powerful and it works so much. I was shocked when Clay at Pages announced that he acquired the tool. It's called Drip. I'll tell you how I use Drip and why I use it. It's more powerful than Infusionsoft, but as light as a feather to actually use. If you want to get six days of it free right now, go to NathanLica.com forward slash Drip. Again, NathanLica.com forward slash Drip. I'll tell you how I use it and why later on in the episode. Nathan Latke here, this is episode 471. Coming up tomorrow morning, you're gonna learn from Ash Kumra and how he crowdfunded $65,000 on AngelList and did that using 75,000 pre-launch emails he captured with his company, Youngry. Good morning, everybody. Nathan Latka here. You're going to enjoy our guest today. His name is Karan Chaudhry, he is a serial entrepreneur. He's currently the co founder and CPO for Common Plus, building advanced machine learning based personalization and recommendation engines focused on the online digital content industry. He's also an active mentor and advisor at StartX, a top incubator for Stanford University entrepreneurs, advising entrepreneurs on topics like fundraising, team building, data driven product management, and product marketing. Before that, he was the co founder founder and CEO of Drop Thought, which was acquired, we'll talk about that, and a machine learning-based instant feedback and text analytics platform for voice over communication applications. He received an MBA and MS degrees from Stanford University. Karan, are you ready to take us to the top? Right. Thanks Nathan, thanks for having me over. Thanks for making the time. Okay, before we get into Common Plus, tell us real quick, Drop Thought was acquired, what year did you sell that in? Uh, Last year. And what did Drop Thought do? So Drop Thought
1: was basically doing feedback analytics, collecting and analyzing feedback for large enterprises, voice of customer, voice of employee. So we were helping them capture that in a very non intrusive fashion. Was that, you know, self-funded funded or, as,
0: was that self-funded or bootstrapped?
1: No, so we actually raised a couple of rounds. We raised over $7 million in venture money. Got it. And uh,
0: yes. And who was the buyer? So the buyer was a company called uh, Bhavan Cybertech. And why did you sell people are, you know, listening right now might be thinking about selling their company. Did you go out and contact their BD people? Did, were they a customer? They contacted you. how did you get the exit?
1: Right? So no, that's interesting. Actually we were in the process of fundraising and these guys approached us and they said, Hey, what you're doing is interesting.
0: And you know, so we talked and uh, things worked out. And were they? So you mentioned that they just reached out. Did you reach out to them as a strategic investor? Maybe the email sounded like, "Hey guys, we're about to close our, another round of funding. We'd love to have you in for five hundred k." And they write back and go, "Actually, we like you so much. We'd love to acquire you." Is that kind of how it worked?
1: Uh, right. So actually, what happened was, uh, you know, there were some others who were interested in acquiring us, and I think you know uh, these guys got a whiff of it through one of our advisors. At the, yeah, one of the XSEED guys. Um actually it was th- in this case exceed was the one who was talking about the other deals but uh, this was one of our other advisors Got it. Who actually just talked to them and they happened to know and they they showed interest.
0: Got it. And so what is the uh, uh that was the exit don't obviously I well actually was the exit price public? I uh, know. What was the so if it's not public um how did you get to the valuation just talking percentages and in terms of math equations not finite numbers.
1: Right so basically um you know, I think you, you look at your revenue, uh, you know, the variables you look at is what's your revenue, what's your growth rate? Uh, you know, then after that, what's your team looking like? What is the product defensibility? Do you have some IP around it? You know, so you kind of look at all these factors and then, um,
0: so you were valued on top line revenue. Uh, that was a com- component. Was it a big, comp- I mean, was that the driving component or was there something else? It was definitely one of the big driving components, okay. yes. And what, what? again, we don't know what your revenue is, so we can't get to the exit price. What was, I mean, was it a 5X on forward looking like annualized revenue or what?
1: Uh, so that is confidential. We
0: we are not. Oh, come on, Cor, talk why, about it why, does that, why does that matter if we don't know what your revenue was? I have no idea what you sold for. Right, this, so basically it was uh, around two to three X. Okay, that's, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Great, and what was the team size? The team size was about uh, 15 to 20 people. Got it. Very cool. Okay, let's move forward. So you sell that business and then you find Common Plus. What does Common Plus do? How's it different than Drop Thought?
1: So Common Plus is basically taking um, the machine learning analytics use case to the content industry, right? Like we all watch stuff on multiple TV channels or online channels. And other than a few companies like Netflix, which try and give you, you know, suitable recommendations, a lot of these companies are not doing a good job of recommending content to users. Right? Like, Think of even YouTube. They've just started doing some recommendations, but it's very hard to find content in this ocean of content for viewers on all these platforms. And that's kind of where Common Plus comes in, where we're using machine learning analytics to actually customize and personalize content for the end user and help these content creators, you know, basically make higher dollars of revenue and improve their experience out of that.
0: So talk to us about how you make money. Who's one of your competitors and how do they, or one of your customers and specifically, how do they use you?
1: Right, so uh, we are very early right now. We've only been like three, four months old, but you know, the thing for us- Are you time, revenue? We, no, we actually got a customer who has given us a half a million dollars for six months. Okay. So we already are at a million dollar ARR. Who, who was that? Uh, so this customer is a client called
0: uh, TVF, the viral fever. Okay. Sorry. TVF? Yes. Okay. And, and so walk us through a specific example of how they're using you.
1: Right. So what they're doing is uh, they've given us the entire content library and access to their user base. And we are now, based on the user behavior on their platform, we are creating segments and clusters of users with you know similar habits. And we are trying to understand the you're creating user graphs for every single user of theirs, you know, and they have millions of users on their platform. And based on that, what we do is we improve their marketing because we look at lookalike users and reach out to them with targeted content, you know, so we enable them to do so. So their conversion rates and their customer acquisition costs drastically goes down. Like, you know, it's already under 50 cents per customer. Then um, the second thing we do is we basically once the users are there on the platform we reach out to them with customized recommendations so that you know their time spent and engagement on the platform goes up and finally retention which is like if your users have not been coming to the platform then we reach out to them with targeted emails or push notifications with you know recommendations which we think they would like So that the chance of them coming back are higher. So we impact them on conversions, retention, engagement, all three numbers.
0: Yeah. So this is basically how a lot of product companies might set up lifecycle emails based off action the user takes. You're basically doing that, but for content. Yes. Got it. What is the, and this is a very high price point. Uh, Well, I don't, I mean, I don't know, is your intent uh, when you roll out pricing to be, you know, a SaaS model and have it be, you know, 500 grand for six months. And that's kind of your, going to be your model, or are you going to go, you know, SMB market as well?
1: All right, So I think uh, for us, the market would be more the large content providers. The reason why this won't work for SMBs too much is because you need large volumes of data for data science to be very effective. Yeah. right. Like if you only have 100 customers, then you really can't customize too much for them. You need millions of customers. You need a lot of content. And that's where, you know, our target clients would be mostly like, you know, the bigger companies. And the price point would be anywhere between uh, hundred to 500 K on the lower end, and probably between 500 K to 2 million on the higher end. Annually or monthly? Yes. Uh,
0: annually. Annually. Yep. Very good. What does it cost? Well, first off, what's the situation in this company? Is it bootstrapped or have you raised capital?
1: So they've raised, um, our company right now is bootstrapped because like I said, we are only three, four months old. We are a team of five people. It's a top notch team. My head of technology from my last company, Uh, joined us. He also was leading big data practice
0: at Nvidia. Uh, I've done several companies and you know, how are you paying them or is everyone just kind of forfeiting that for the first few months? Uh, so we, that way, like I
1: said, we planned it well, where we already have client revenues.
0: Got it. So you're paying people out of the 500 grand.
1: Yes, Got and it. then you know we have a data scientist who's like a postdoc from Stanford University, and then has worked in several data science companies before this. So we really went for a small but highly qualified team, mm-hmm. and we are saying that you know the results we'll produce, like going forward, our model would actually be priced based on the improvements we show. So you know that's an easy model for us saying, hey, if we improve your customer acquisition cost and we drop it down from by X percent, then how much of that X percent can we get? Yeah. And similarly for your retention and engagement numbers, So you know, it's very number specific and hence we can charge it based on performance.
0: Yeah. And you only have one customer. So asking questions around CAC and ARPU and LTV, all that's way too early because you don't have a big enough sample size. Uh, But generally speaking, as a CEO who will eventually have to think about user acquisition, if you have kind of a $2 million ARR target or annual contract value target per customer, what would you be willing to spend to acquire that customer?
1: Right. So typically, what I saw with my my last B two B sale company as well was, you know, anywhere between fifty to seventy percent early on goes into sales and marketing for uh, for high growth. Seventy percent. Seventy percent of what? Revenues. Got it. Okay. So fifty to seventy percent of revenues, and initially it might even be hundred percent of revenues for the first year or so. Uh, in our case, hopefully that will not be the case because we understand the domain well. We have started with a client, so we'll have a referral client, and so. I'm guessing it'll be 50 to 70% sales and marketing both included. You know, marketing to basically build the velocity, you know, in terms of pipeline velocity, and
0: then sales guys to close those deals. So total spend on marketing is going mean, to be somewhere between 50 to 70% uh, is what you've articulated, or closer to 50%. But give, give me that on a per unit basis. So per customer, what do you think, what are you willing to spend considering that your target ACV is $2 bucks?
1: So uh, the target ACV, let's put it at 500 k yeah okay. you know, two million would be an extreme example. Got it. But let's say five hundred k. And we're saying, uh, we'll spend anywhere between two fifty to four hundred k in sales and marketing combined on
0: acquiring those customers. Got it. So about half of their first year lifetime value. Yes. Got it. Makes and our goal will be to get them into multi, multi-year contract. Of like like two year three year contract. Of course. Absolutely. Uh, very good Wait, well, hey, This is valuable information. I love that I'm getting you kind of right at the beginning, Kron, because you're thinking about things in a different way and you're intelligent because you've had many exits. So this is very valuable to understand. Um, what is your ultimate goal with this? Are you, are you in fundraising mode right now or no? So, um, you know, we are
1: actually not in fundraising currently because, it's only been like I said, three four months, and we are funded through the client, which is always a good situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, right now the whole focus is on prov- proving the value and making sure the client is super excited about what they see, because they're growing rapidly. They are, you know, they have already raised ten million plus in value, and they are probably doing their next round, and they're growing really fast. So if we can bring value there, I think there's there's exciting opportunities. Who are your biggest competitors? So, you know, there is, uh, there are companies like rich relevance, uh, you know, relevance? Personalization and, uh some rich, rich relevance, rich relevance. Okay. What else? And, uh, you know, then there are, uh, several other, so the, here's the thing, the companies which are doing it, there's, uh, R and D like, uh, there's gravity. So gravity R and D is another one. So these companies are doing it, but not, a lot of them are targeting the content industry currently. Okay, and, and what are they targeting? So, you know, they're targeting like, for example, e-commerce
0: companies, oh. customizing
1: it, right? So they're doing e-commerce companies. They're they drive doing other- second
0: and third sales or drive average card value up, things like that. Yeah, like the Amazon model. Yeah. You know,
1: you bought this, you should buy this, or you should look at this as well. But the thing is, Amazon does it themselves, a lot of the, other e-commerce retailers don't do it by themselves. They don't have the technology.
0: Yeah. Well, Karan, right. this is a, you're sitting on a rocket. You're growing fast. Where's the best place for people to connect to you online if they want to watch you grow this thing?
1: Oh yeah, sure. It's basically uh, my first name Karan, K-A-R-A-N at commonplus,
0: dot scom all right guys, earlier I mentioned I used a little unknown tool to do a lot of my email marketing and marketing automation called Drip. Nobody knew about this, nobody. Until Clay Collins comes along with his big old, you know, fad checkbook at Leadpages, buys the company, and now like everybody's using it, okay? If you're not using it, let me just tell you very quickly why I use it, now that the secret's kind of out of the bag. It's very simple. I don't like hiring developers. My favorite feature of Drip is the drag and drop interface where I can drag the email sequences together. Like once someone views this blog post or opens this email, then do this, right? So life cycle marketing like that, folks, is the future. I hit Michael Stelzner so hard on this earlier in the year. You can't blast your lists anymore. You have to have smart marketing automation. And quite frankly, you try Infusionsoft, it's like holding two 100 pound dumbbells in each hand. The reason I love drip, okay, it's more powerful than Infusionsoft, but it's light as a feather, totally light. I mean, you can throw it, blow it, lift it, it's so easy. You can sign up for 60 days right now at NathanLatka.com forward slash drip. That's the special link, NathanLatka.com forward slash drip. I don't know why the hell I'm telling you people this. I like to keep tools that I really like to myself because it's a big advantage, but there it is. Go use it right now before I totally change my mind. NathanLatka.com forward slash drip top tribe we'll link to that in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top 471 again forward slash the top 471 all right kron it is time for my favorite part of the show it's called the famous five these are rapid fire questions you ready right number one what's your favorite business book um steve jobs number two is there a ceo you're following or studying right now uh, Elon Musk. Number th- uh, three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like TopTowel? Uh, for, for us, I would say Asana. Number th- uh, four, yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? No. <laughs> and what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Uh, I'm single right now. Okay, good. And how old are you? Uh, I'm 30, uh, 36. So I ask you that because I want you to take us back, take us back 16 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew?
1: Uh, you know, I think take risks, failures are highly overrated. There is nothing called failures. It's basically just an experience and it makes you stronger for the next thing. And, and, you know, once you hit, uh, start hitting success, people really don't talk about failures all that much. So take risks. Don't worry. Just failures are not failures. They're just learning experiences and go all out.
0: Guys, there you have it from Quran. You can never lose. You either win or you learn. Move forward, fail quickly. He's had success in his past, already has a lot of success with his new business, Common Bus. $500,000 customer already landed. Team of five, very smart, based in San Francisco. $500,000 annual contract value target. Building something big, Quran. Thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you so much, Nathan. Thanks for having me. If you enjoyed Quran today, go back and listen to Sean Porat yesterday and how he got 10,000 people interested and they gave him their emails, 10,000 people, in his product before he even launched with his company, Scorely. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today.